Hi, this is Varun Haran, Principal Correspondent with Information Security Media Group in Asia. I have with me Sam Lodi, who is the Director for IBRS, that is Integrated Business Research Systems from the United Kingdom. And he's going to be speaking about a very interesting idea today, the use of cybernetics in translating security to the business in terms that they will understand. And we're going to explore how this can be extended to other industries and verticals. Thanks, Sam, for joining us today. Thank you, Varun. Sam, this age-old question of how the practitioner always has a challenge of uh, translating security to the management, to the business, and how well he can do that. And you found a way to adapt cybernetics to do this for you. Yes, and as you said, one of the challenges has information security practitioners is getting that stakeholder engagement, getting them to put the money where it's required and understanding where that money is going. So one of the things of cybernetics, which is understanding of control systems and feedback loops, is to understand systems. Now, when you understand systems and understand the language of those systems, it's easier to relate that back to your stakeholders. So in my circumstance, is I work for a agency for the Department of Health uh-huh. where we approve medical devices and products for the United Kingdom. One of the challenges I faced was most of my stakeholders were medical doctors or from the biological sciences field. Highly educated, but not really interested in information security and you know slightly ambivalent to it. They know it's necessary, but they didn't quite understand the concepts that I was talking to them about. So I came up with the idea of using cyber to speak about things that they could refer to as a metaphor. So in this circumstance is wellness. Now, my idea was using wellness as a metaphor, produce a model which I could then speak to my stakeholders and explain to them, this is what I'm trying to do in a way that they could easily understand. And I think as security practitioners, that's incredibly important. And that's really where you'll get the buy-in of your stakeholders. So as an example, we talk about the immune system. Now, we generally say 99% of the population knows that the immune system is there to protect us against infection, protect us against viruses. So we can use that as a pattern to explain the kind of security controls we want in an organization. So I think this idea that you're proposing obviously has merit in terms of how your stakeholders are going to react to what you're saying. But before we get into how you uh, formulated this model and this framework, tell us a bit more about cybernetics and what is the applicability of cybernetics to do this? So cybernetics is actually a field of study which covers quite a vast area actually. With cybernetics it's really as I said a a mechanism to understand control systems. Uh So you know a system has an input, has some kind of process that takes place and then there's an output but usually with these cybernetic systems there is a feedback loop Mm-hmm. So it's understanding that feedback loop. So as with any kind of process, there is a initiation, there is the actual process, there is the end to the process. But in the middle, usually, there is some kind of feedback loop. So if the correct actions do not take place, a feedback goes back and the processes are adjusted. It's actually got formal engineering language and diagrams to do that. It's partly systems analysis. It's recently, I think, due to the Terminator movies being thought of in robotics perspective. But actually, it refers to, you know, biological cybernetics. There's various ones, but it all relates to control systems and feedback loops. So so that's where the idea of sort of cybernetics and using cybernetics came to me. It also has sort of a place in my heart because it was actually 
actually uh, the degree that I was going to study uh, before I did the one that I did. So, you know, now when you've adopted biological cybernetics yes. to help explain information security, and I'm assuming your stakeholders and your constituents that you're explaining this to are healthcare professionals. They are indeed. Right. So now when a practitioner in another vertical would like to emulate this model, what are some of the challenges you faced on the way and how did you uh, overcome them? So I think the main challenge is you've got to know your business, you know, or you've got to know the language that your stakeholders speak. So if you're going to talk to people in the petrochemical industry, you know, you need to know what is the core aspects that the business does. And then from there, you've got to see how you can use it as an analogy for information security. And it does require quite creative mindset because, you know, you've really got to understand, right, how can I relate this to, to the business? How can I then relate this to information security? And it requires you to have a both a macro perspective and a, and a micro perspective. And I think in, in some ways what you're saying is the same kind of challenge that was faced by IT, Indeed. you know, uh, in, in translating technology to the business. Yeah. But in this case, it, this is more security, so it's more preventive, it's more FUD, it's more... Yeah, I mean, one of the things I always, you know, I, I'm trying to push for is that information security should not be seen as an IT function. Uh We are not an IT function. Yeah, the the, the thing's in the name, information security. Information flows in all aspects of the organization. Critically, you know, we are now a knowledge society. So we need to be talking in business language. We need to change our approach from being IT geeks so that's another hat a practitioner needs to wear now is to be creative, understand the business, and then try to put it in terms that the business will take heed. But then again, you know, isn't it the practitioner's job role to take care of security and not have business worry about it? Or are we heading towards a scenario where business necessarily needs to be engaged with security at all times? So I would say it's more the latter. I visit just more to the conscience of the organization. We advise the business regarding security and we are what I feel that we are an enabler to the business to obtain the objectives in a secure manner. So if my organization wishes to do Project X and that Project X has a potential opportunity for the organization to make tens of millions, I as a security practitioner have to feed into them that, right, the way to achieve Project X is to do A, B and C. And if you do A, B and C, you will fulfill the compliance requirements. You will add a differentiator from a customer perspective because you can say that we are secure and and we will actually be secure so we have to work hand in hand with the organization wider organization business organization but i think we also need to step away from being perceived as it geeks and technology smes we are stakeholders to the business providing them advice and guidance of how to achieve their targets in a secure way what is a good way to do this and the reason i ask you this is that you know the practitioner today has his hands full what would generating reports, tracking all the incidents, keeping track of all threat intelligence that is coming in. So is there a way that he can engage with maybe marketing or you know, some other function within um, the organization that will help him do this? I think there's no magic pill for that, for the first thing. The second thing is sometimes you need to step away from your desk and actually have conversations with people. Uh-huh. Uh, it's all good sending emails like you know to your CEO and saying, here's the latest metrics of how many incidents we've had and how many uh, P1s and P2s we've had 
but it's speaking to your stakeholders. You know, go speak to your marketing, go speak to your salespeople, understand their processes, understand their concerns. I've had a few challenging conversations within my organization where from a look at look at the documentation, I've been like, oh, we can't do that. You know, that's a big security risk. I've then gone and have a conversation with those individuals. And as long as they're understanding and pragmatic, you know, we've come to a understanding, right, of how to implement what they want. They've had to do some changes to their project in a secure manner. And they've appreciated it because I've taken the time and opportunity to speak to them. I haven't gone back and said, oh, no, you can't do that. I've tried to understand them first. And it's having that um, understanding and that communication and being open to the conversation. You know, and also I think it's important that we we can sometimes admit that we're at fault because in the past, my usual knee-jerk reaction would have been, oh, no, you can't do that. But I don't think we can get away with that anymore. In my environment where we are um, executive agency, the government has said a cloud-first principle. So whereas in the past, I would have been like, oh, we're going to use cloud. Don't really want to do that from a security perspective. Um, I have to follow the lead of the government and my organization. So I have to work out a way and mechanism to do it. And if I can't work out a way or mechanism to document the risk, make sure the business understands that risk. And, and that's once again, going back to the cybernetics, to explain to them the risk in terms they understand, not from a technology perspective, so that they understand where you're coming from, so they understand the risk. And then once they've understood the risk, they sign the dotted paper saying they understand the risk and the risk goes on the risk register. Uh, and then I'm happy because the risk is on the risk register. A business have made a decision and hopefully there will be no security incident for me to deal with. Coming back to cybernetics, in your experience now that you've used this, how well has it worked for you and what are some of the experiences that you have with it? I think personally, it can be time consuming. In my circumstances, it has worked well and it will probably work very well within the health sector. The reason being because there is quite a lot of research within that area at looking at at systems thinking and cybernetics thinking within the health arena. Uh So you could probably leverage from that. Applying it to other verticals will certainly be more challenging for me because I don't know those verticals. But I think if you are a practitioner, say, in the oil and gas fields or in telecoms, it may be easier to do as long as you've you know, been in that vertical for some time and you know the business processes. Well, that's a great idea, Sam. Thanks so much for taking time to speak with us. Thank today. you very much. Appreciate that it. was Sam Lodi, who is Director of IBRS, Integrated Business Research Systems out of United Kingdom. For ISMG in Asia, this is Varun Haran. Thanks for listening.